0: You need to have tokens with a picture of Gene Simmons, picture of Ace Freely, picture of Paul Stanley, and
1: Peter Criss. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the other one, man. <laughs> and the cat.
0: pulled <laughs> out of the bag at the last moment, yes.
1: <laughs>
0: His
2: name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom, he plays for fun, and if you beat him then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast, this episode's the worst so it's probably the last. With are unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the
1: throne. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Banter Behind the Throne. I'm Dave Bamford, I'm your host for today, and I'm joined by our regular new host, Mr. Tony Makos. Say hello, Tony. Hello, Tony. Lovely. And I am joined by our wonderful, sexual UK national champion, Evan Saw. Say hello, Evan. Hello, handsome. Lovely stuff. Um, sadly, we are not joined by Peel today. He was free, and then he wasn't free, and now he's texting me lots. So presumably, he can't have very anything interesting to do um, today. We are going to talk to you about UK nationals. Of course, it was our last episode. It's this episode. You've got to get used to it. And. Uh, Tony will be taking the reins on our journey through Evan's experience, my experience, Tony's experience, and of course Reese's experience, despite not being at UK Nationals. And of course, we'll tie up with Evan's experience at Varberg and uh, who won Dutch Nationals, because of course Reese did put uh, his top three in for that as well. So we can we can f- finish with that as a little a little farewell. So uh, Tony, would you like to take over for the rest of the episode, and I'll have a little nap.
0: I would be absolutely delighted. You put your head down, mate. You deserve it. Thank you. So uh, I'm sitting on my lovely leather couch next to Evan. Just in case anyone wonders how the conversation can flow so freely between people that are potentially, you know, over uh, over Skype. But the man is right here. I can touch him. I have just touched him. <laughs> I have touched our national champion. So, UK Nationals, as everyone knows, uh, were in Liverpool, not last weekend, the weekend before. I was part of the organising committee, no, not committee at all. I ended up not playing a, a weekend, as I think I mentioned in a previous podcast. I was, again, in air quotes, judging for the weekend, which, when it came down to it, just kind of meant I just walked up and down and watched my mates playing Thrones, which... I can think of many worse ways to spend a weekend, frankly. I, there wasn't a hell of a lot of judging to do. There were a few, you know, a few errors to correct here and there, but aside from that, it was uh, it was great fun. It was great wandering around and, uh, you know, seeing friends of mine getting thumped, friends of mine making their way through to the final. It was grand. Very much enjoyed it on all day on the Saturday, all day on the Sunday. On the Friday, I ended up having to judge the FFG's. National Imperial Assault Championship, which of course I'm, a, I'm an absolute expert in. <sighs> God, I'm, I'm very much I'm not, but I certainly uh, enjoyed being given the opportunity to make judge calls and rulings on a game that I've played about six or seven times in my life. But uh, but uh, that was that was great fun. And a uh, quick shout out to Liam Hall, who was the TO for the whole weekend, who did a cracking job. Nothing terribly bad happened. Everything went to time, uh, which the guys at his evening were particularly chuffed with. Um, we were given a top 16, much to the annoyance of the netrunner players. There were 69, 70 players, if I remember right, but we still got given a top 16, regardless of us being a few short, officially, of being allowed a top 16. But bearing in mind thrown it was a single elimination, then why the hell not? There was, let me see, we had six rounds on the Saturday, six rounds Swiss, uh, the top 16 was played on the Sunday. The only thing that nearly went wrong was Jousting Pavilion, which the tournament was being run on, crashed at the end of round six. Mm-hmm. And we had to get the developer, or uh, we had to get in contact with the developer, otherwise we were working out the Swiss by hand. Just the worst possible timing ever, we had to get in touch with the guy uh, through Facebook um, it, thankfully, he actually got in touch, rebooted his server, and everything flowed through. You know, well after that, but there was about twenty minutes of serious stress as you know, winning, winning and uh, losing slips were being handed in for the last round, where we were going to have to calculate the top sixteen purely by hand. That ended up sorting itself out. Everything went swimmingly after that. It was grand. Dave, you played. I did. How was your experience?
1: Well. I rocked up on the Friday, and I had a fantastic time on the Friday.
0: No, oh, what were you doing on the Friday? Because you weren't playing things.
1: I was not. I was uh, I was talking to you for some of it, and of course, that was the highlight of my day. But the rest of the day, I was playing <laughs> Star Wars LCG, which, as we know, is the third best of all the LCGs, and wonderful it is, too.
0: Not by numbers, it wasn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, numbers don't mean shit, do they? But third best in my heart.
0: Small but formed group of people were playing on the Friday.
1: Exactly, exactly. There were 18 of us, uh, which isn't ideal for a national championship, but it was lovely all the same. And they managed to give out uh, of course, at that number, they managed to give a playmat to everybody, which was fantastic. Um, <laughs> and I will say this now, uh, I do believe, with the exception of the Jousting Pavilion crash, which was kind of beyond your control, everything, organisation-wise, once we were there, was spot on. And um, the prize support was solid, it was run very well, everyone involved organising was uh, very friendly, very knowledgeable, um, very enthusiastic, so the whole, all, all of the national, both nationals I attended and uh, all of the side event uh, nonsense that happened, uh, everyone I spoke to was, was very very good, so uh, I can't congratulate SDVM enough on that, on that front, considering I mean, last year's nationals was very good, but there was certainly a lot of room for improvement. Uh, and with, nation- with Euros earlier in the year and Nationals this year, of course, they have improved tenfold. So that is, a, it was a really fantastic e- uh, weekend. The, yeah, the major criticism would be the in in hall food place was beyond expensive. Like I live in London, and this was this was ridiculous. Yeah, you know? agreed. Um, when you're paying like two pounds for a bottle of water, you've got to question your life choices aside from that, it was a fantastic uh, weekend. Um, if there had been a bar on site, that would have made it a little bit better <laughs> as well. So uh, bear that in mind. I know there was alcohol-serving facilities on site somewhere, but uh, nothing that could reach the game hall, as far as I'm aware. So that's that's the future. But uh, Star Wars-wise, um, I had a lovely time. I went 7-1 in Swiss, which is quite nice. Um, I lost...
0: Because you played two games, of course. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was four rounds. Yeah, but but seven one. Uh, I lost only with my light side deck. So I made the uh, made the top four, which was nice. Um, and then proceeded to uh, give Andy Hornby, who was on at Christmas on the cast, I gave him a, a Rogering with my light side deck, my dark side, deck, <laughs> which was a uh, a wonderful deck, which uh, ran a ridiculous amount of character destruction. Uh, those who um, those who know star wars uh will be pleased to hear that it ran zekathine six heat of battles and four force chokes so uh that's a that's a silly amount of character destruction and then uh, i proceeded to lose to the only guy who beat my light side in swiss Mm. brutally horribly it it wasn't (laughs) brutal uh and then lose to andy's light side sorry sorry andy's dark side playing as my light side uh in the battle for the final um because of course it's double elimination it was, a, it was a fantastic tournament. Navy being my, my terrible, terrible matchup with my light side deck. And of course, the only other three players in the top four being Navy players. So that wasn't ideal, but we had a great time. And now I've got one of those ridiculous things that I can hold my house card in. Which, of course, <laughs> I did for the uh, the following day. Where I played Stark Ooh! <laughs> I know, right? I know. So there were two main reasons I played Stark. Or three, really. One, of course, Peel couldn't make it, and I wanted to honour his new commitments to House Stark and uh, see what it was all about. Um, second, of course, is I'm well known for my love, my hatred of House Stark, but my love of Banner Wolf. And what is Stark but a big Banner Wolf, really? <laughs> you know, you can't get more Banner Wolf than that when you get loyal Stark cards. So that was fun, all my, all my favourites were there, you know, Aya and Sansa, and oh, Bran, it was lovely. <laughs> and of course, uh, I I played a bit of Martell stag in the couple of weeks before Nationals, and realised how much of a shit matchup it had against Greyjoy. Yeah, and I expected a reasonable amount of Greyjoy, both in the Banner Kraken, which wasn't so bad, but certainly in the main house, where We Do Not sew and Euron just... Absolutely wreck it If you lose that Iron Throne You lose the game And It was It was bad Uh, So I thought Okay Stark You know You can Sometimes you just win Because you have Good big characters And The rest of the time You've got You know No real important locations Except for Winterfell Which you can You can deal with The location destruction And it's immune to some of the other location Stuff and uh, you can shut down all the flea bottom shenanigans. It's got brand for Last of the Giants and nightmares for Varys, and it it just seems to have a good matchup against a lot of things. So I thought, all right, I'll, I'll play Stark, see what it's like. And honestly, I do feel a bit dirty about this, but on the whole, I enjoyed it.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I'm sorry to admit that to our fans out there. Uh, so uh, I will. I'll...
0: There was some eyebrows raised when you got that deck out, and, and you. <laughs> You yourself were were a little bit were a little bit red faced and a little bit guilty about having to uh, reveal that house card.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I do like a bit of the shock shock value, you know. Perhaps in a different way next time. We'll see. I, I was I was wondering if I would only ever play Stark once in second edition. And and I thought for a long time that would be the case, but now, alas, I've I played them once in first edition, and now I've played them twice in second edition. And
0: uh The bad habit.
1: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but yeah, um I had a good day overall. Uh I ended up four two and missed the cut on strength of schedule. And my strength of schedule was, was very poor. I finished I think one above the last of all the four twos. Um I lost my first game against uh Martin Lewis, um got to thirteen. My fourteenth power was cancelled by a treachery, although it didn't matter. I carried on uh, Won a couple of games there Had a great time Um, Although I think Round three I got pared down So it was at that point That I knew It's pretty much Win out Or You're fucked But it was okay You know I thought If I win out I'll be okay And and I I went 3-1 So I was I was reasonably confident Uh, I played against Darren Hazelden In round five And that's That's the key match That was really It was the only match That was You know my other wins I was Relatively confident for most of it My loss I, I was very very Close and I think the key The key moment was when he tickled my Winterfell and my other Copy of Winterfell was under my Arya Which wasn't ideal But you know that that's variance that's fine And I, I will moan to variance In my game against Darren as well because um, I played my Arya turn 1 Or turn 2 and the only copy Of Sansa that was to appear Turned up uh, under Arya and I run three Sansa she is incredibly important to the deck and against a wall deck that extra power ticking away is incredibly important so that made me very very sad um, to the point where it's just like do I discard her is there then a way that I can dig deep for summer Like get rid of the military icon on Arya just to potentially draw a summer like three rounds from now uh, that kind of thing but alas, there was a, oh, Darren played Night's Watch, and uh, there was a key moment about four or five rounds in when I challenged and he managed to defend with a very, very hefty Corrin half-hand. Uh, and as I made the challenge, he was just like, OK, so you challenge for this? I go, yes. And then I realised that I couldn't win the challenge, which wasn't an issue in my head, because I thought it's not a problem because I have oh, you was stealth. And I'll win, the sec- I'll win the power challenge. Oh, no, sorry, I'll win the military challenge and get that unopposed. But that's because I counted Arya's stealth twice. I actually had used her in that power challenge. <laughs> so I was just like, well, now I can't win the military challenge. So I probably <laughs> should have put that other character in. And now he can win this challenge. So I miss out on power claim and renown and insight. And that's bad. And he gets renown. And that's bad. So that was kind of like the key turning point where I was just like, oh, f- I fucked that. Um, And now it's going to time (laughs) And that probably would have been A big issue That quite large power swing Of course at the end of the game I look at the top card of my deck Which was a Nightmares So I would have drawn that Nightmares With that insight eventually uh, Stopping his wall With that extra power claim I would have got the time to win You prick Darren Um, And it would have been A much lovelier time for me But uh, you know, that's variance for you There were a number of play mistakes On both sides and it was a great game. And as all my games with Darren R, they are a lot of fun, even when it's Night's Watch. There was a particularly funny moment when I flipped Noble Cause to marshal my Eddard and he flipped heads on spikes and spikes to my Eddard out of a card of, hand of about six or seven cards. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, that's not ideal. He then proceeded to intrigue and get the Eddard dupe out of my hand. <laughs> Next turn, I, Ghost of Harrenhal to put Edard back into play and he heads on spikes again wins initiative and puts Lewin on top of Edard, and he's like well complete luck that he chose that plot, great fantastic, I was just like yeah that's not ideal I'm not having such a great time but uh, but it was a good game all the same um, yeah and then I, I won my uh, last game narrowly against a, a Tyro Reigns deck to end up four two, and I think yeah, honestly, the uh, the main game that was of any interest was Darren. So uh, I'll pass there on my on my reasonable four two. You know, if I was been a bit luckier, then uh, I would have made the cut. You know, straight the schedule is not my problem. You know, really, it's it's the organizers' <laughs> problem. Um, so I'll take that. And of course, if I had made the cut on four two, I would have won the tournament, as has been well demonstrated. So, how was your tournament, Ed- Evan?
2: Uh, I can't say anything other than it being good, <laughs> long, enjoyable, painful, fun, range of emotions. <laughs> there was times when I just wanted to go home. Probably the first match on a Sunday was particularly rough. Uh Is that the Issyan one? That was the Issyan one. Mm-hmm. Uh, more upsetting was the fact that the place where I wanted to go and get breakfast in the morning had not yet opened. <sighs> So my salt beef sandwich did not materialise. And that was really the thing that gave me the superpowers on the Saturday.
0: Was this uh, the place across the road from where we were Yeah, saying? that oh, was where okay. we went
2: for the delicious cocktails on the Friday Oh, okay, I
0: see. Didn't uh, open early enough.
2: No. Um, so, yeah, I was already on tilt before the tournament started on Sunday. <laughs> um, that had to do with the Costa Panini to carry me through. Uh,
0: it's not enough. No, definitely not. Peel has... Uh, being Peel, passed over a list of uh, very, very thorough interrogative questions that he would like to ask you, Evan.
2: Is that Uh, why you took me down into the dungeon?
0: It's why you're down in my podcasting dungeon, so I can ask you questions. I can ask you (coughs) Peel's questions and pretend they're not my questions. kind (coughs) of pass them off as his. So I'm going to go through these one by one, uh, even though you've answered a couple of them already. Mm -hmm. And hopefully this will, the answers here will give us a full rounded idea of your whole weekend so question one here is what was your winner's beverage of choice beverage of choice or beverage i had too many of either both i think the, both the,
2: yeah the, the couple of old fashions i had on friday night was definitely the beverage of choice nice and uh, too many pints of cider in the pub on saturday was definitely the one
0: i could have done a little bit less of mm. uh you would choose the old fashions over the item I mean, who wouldn't? Agreed. Yeah. I was drinking espresso martinis on a Friday, but you know, I wasn't playing. Yeah. Um, what deck, <clears throat> I'm reading this out verbatim, what deck you played and why? <laughs> uh,
2: so, my deck building mentor, Costas, hmm. we'd sat down and uh, whether he agreed or not, my conclusion from talking to him was that either play Greyjoy. Include Kraken or include uh, Banner Wolf to make sure you had some location hate. Mm-hmm. So, so, in the end, I just ended up with what I was more comfortable with, tired Kraken, and then proceeded to spend all of Saturday wishing I played Greyjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think Saturday was a day where I spent the whole time with Lords Sports Shipwrights and newly made Lords opposite limited locations and forecast locations. Oh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it definitely felt like the wrong medical then, but on, on Sunday it paid off a bit more.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: so, that, yeah, there wasn't anything more than mild panic over Flea Bottom and how do I deal with that and plus of Pride and other bullshit locations. Uh, so, yeah, just what you do. Uh, don't want to play Martel, which feels like the only place mm. Paramasters really fits. So yeah, cracking it was.
0: Question: Whatever number I've lost count already. What character was your game winner?
2: I think that's going to have to be viscerous uh,
0: Having watched that game, I
2: yeah, I think <laughs> when it was the first, the second, third, or fourth time I actually Viseris, I'm not sure, <laughs> <laughs> but it was viscerous. <laughs>
0: Having watched that game and just, it, it genuinely looked like you had about seven in your deck because you just could. You no, just could there was die. only there was only two in the
2: deck, but I had the sneak three in my beard.
0: Ah, right, okay, <laughs> yeah. that's why you guys are all beards. Yes. Con- yes. So heavy. I see. Um, what about event and mm. plot question mark? Iron Bank. <laughs> Iron Bank. The <laughs> yeah, Iron Bank Viserys combo was uh, absolutely beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that weekend. Yeah,
2: uh, I think the plots are absolutely boring. Uh, so there's not, not much in there. Mm. Uh, March to seal the deal occasionally or just trigger a Viserys valor. Mm. Uh, yeah, bit of economy, bit of draw. There was a couple of times I wish I'd had um, Blood of the Dragon, but I don't think he would have been a deal-breaker.
0: What day of the week was it when the deck was designed? Designed? Uh, thrown together <laughs> probably a Thursday night
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> probably a Wednesday night in preparation for going to the pub on Thursday
0: yeah okay
2: or a Sunday night in preparation for going to Monday the night night. on Monday
0: Monday night thrones yeah Yeah. would you have made any changes stroke what went badly I didn't play your or we do not so yeah 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 did you just like shit yourself when that when you came up against that kind of match? Because from what I saw, when when your opponent player. uses
2: your own iron mind for the third time, <laughs> yeah. it does put you on tilt. <laughs> so there, there was games where I chose rather to kill my own character uh, to avoid triggering iron Mines to stop you from stealing it.
0: Oh, That's Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I saw your, I, I saw little bits of your top 16 game of this, scene and it was pretty close, and I walked away at one point, kind of going, "Ah, uh, well, you know, you had a good run, did Evan, and I walked away, and when I came back, apparently you'd won. <laughs> In the three minutes that I'd been looking at another table, I came back and went, oh, the game's over then, ah, oh, well, you know, it's going to be the top eight, and, and um, your other half, Alex, kind of went, you know he won, right? But no, there's no way he could have won with that board set. And yet, apparently, yeah, you did. I've still no idea what happened. Uh, and I don't ever want to know. <laughs> did you have any lucky tokens? And why? And why? Okay. Yeah, and why? Uh, I,
1: pff,
2: I keep getting shit, to put it mildly, for being one of the few players who have the the corset first player token. But... Uh, <laughs> Once you've been to an international tournament and for the 8th match in a row somebody goes me first
0: player? player?"
2: (laughs) You realise that uh, the first token is there for a reason. Uh, I'm also quite in love with my lovely power tokens. Your
0: lovely power tokens have all the houses on them.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Despite one of the big house reads. uh... (laughs) Do you want to talk about your power tokens and why you love them so? I've experienced the pleasure but has everybody else?
2: Well, there's 15 different house crests on little gem tokens with a nice crown around them. Um, and it's always nice after match whether you win or lose to ask your opponent, do you want to do the, ha- the power token quiz? And mm-hmm. then they can try and guess the, the 15 houses. And invariably everybody gets the 12 easy one. Uh, then there's two medium ones, which is Clegane and Mormon.
0: I remember the Mormon.
2: Uh, yeah. the Mormon one, yeah. Yeah. It's surprising how people struggle with... Uh, Again, considering both the Hound and Gregor have the tree dogs and the circus yeah. in the art. Yeah. Uh, and then the one most people fail, and I still don't understand how anybody actually gets it, is <laughs> House Reed. Yeah. Uh, which is sensible choice. Is somebody goes, oh, that must be somebody, that's an alligator, it must be somebody in Martell. Yeah, uh, okay. And it's like, ah, oh, and they come up with some random house. But it's set. like
0: swampy, right? Oh, yeah. Swamps and... Okay. Exactly. Yeah.
2: But, but in reality, it's the lion lizard of the neck.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, right enough.
2: Which gets some brief mentions in the books. Um and yeah, how's Reed? And uh, as all first edition players know, Falconero Reed. Yeah.
0: Let's <laughs> not talk let's not talk about that. I was very much enjoying uh Enjoying speaking to Josh uh, about his Martel Wolf deck who, that includes three copies of Georgian Reed. Yeah, who is very, very much the key player, the key card in. in I that,
2: deck. that was my top eight match, which oh. no disrespect to Josh, but that was not a match because <laughs> uh, Josh and other people had talked so much about like this was Josh's deck, mm. and I was quite keen to see Josh's deck, and I didn't get to see Josh's deck. There was there were some cards played and but there was yeah. I think at some stage he had five limited locations in his hand and I did the the sensible thing and do a super cautious first turn to play play around Viper's Eyes mm. and like draw a million cards and make sure I have hands judgment. And but at that stage I realized he hasn't actually done anything. <laughs> and it was like okay so Screw this, I'm just gonna hammer him, and yeah, things disappeared off the board, and he didn't play anymore, and the game is over. Did you get to see unexpected delay? Uh, No, I didn't get to see anything at all.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: I think there was like a a green blood trader with two uh, venomous blades that didn't have anything to trigger on. There was that kind of match. (laughs)
0: He was playing like lingering venom on his own characters and stuff to (laughs) stop them being (laughs) bounced by unexpected delay. Were you sorry, Dave? Were you saying something?
1: Um, I was going to say, uh, you said you saw a stream earlier, and Josh's deck was misrepresented as, a, as a, a flea-bossom abuse deck. Which it definitely wasn't. But for those who didn't see it, Evan, what did Josh's deck do? Because this is, of course, Josh. You know, a man who Reese gave, what, 200 to 1 to? And he made the top 8. And there was a very, very real risk that he was going to cost Reese over 2 grand because today he decided to bring some sort of deck rather than complete jank. So what what did Josh's deck do? What was so scary about it?
2: Well, I don't know. I still don't know. That's the mistake. <laughs> as far as I know, if I understood him after the match, he didn't even play Viper's Eyes. So me playing carefully around that only attacking and defending on intrigue was kind of nonsensical. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm not
0: sure. I can't even tell you either, really, Haven't watched the game he had the, the, the stream game he had against Calvin, which was his first round. Um, it was a Martel Wolf kind of mini curve deck which It seemed kinda of a bit attritiony. Yeah, it certainly did. I mean there's a there was a phenomenal uh there was a phenomenal play of the the duel plot that he had in that game where he had basically four or five winnie's out and his opponent Calvin had a Euron Crozai with, like, three power on it and a newly marshaled balon and that's all he had on the board. It was just, it's you know, it's just a perfect duel play. Uh, and he just ended up... But but like but let's say it just ended up slowly but surely, attrition-wise, just winning. It didn't seem to do anything crazy in front. It didn't abuse Flea Bomb. I think he said he had one copy of it in the deck. Yeah. So it was very much an afterthought as well. But he did seem to use Jojen to see this discard kind of pile. Yep. So then why would he not... Put three. I don't know. Who can was see- he playing a- annals? No. So he wasn't even using seeding that to have a effectively bigger hand. No, not really. He was he was running. Uh, he was running march to the wall. He was
1: running. I believe he was running double marched, wasn't he?
0: He might. Yeah. He might. I'm well,
1: sure he won one of his Swiss games, where his opponent was just like, "Ha, you've spent your marched." Yeah. Was just like yeah.
0: <laughs> just a well played mini curve attrition deck and. Well played enough to nearly cost our bookie a lot of money. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Enough to make him chip himself a little bit, anyway.
1: And of course, Josh is still undefeated against Wama, which is really what we all care about.
0: Exactly, It's what uh, Wama cares about he has as well. A
1: defeated in competitive play. <laughs>
0: there's only there's a few more questions here. Run us through the morning of a champion. Not, really, not really a question, more a statement or a command. Statement.
2: Ideally, it involves salt beef sandwiches uh, at a delicious place across the roads, uh, <laughs> vast quantities of coffee, uh, and then pootling about. I think is my favorite morning activity.
0: It wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't that early. This particular. This particular no, morning. it was
2: very civilized, and we lived like Airbnb we stayed and was ten minutes away, mm. so it was it was all very relaxed. Mm. And I think the drone started an hour after Netrunner. So yeah, uh, well, very pleasant. So the, the, the Saturday morning was, well, if you go all the way back to Friday morning was spent going to work oh, God. Uh, and then proceeding to not do any work, but pressing F5 to get Star Wars uh, Nationals <laughs> updates <laughs> uh, uh, and, and wishing I was there. Yeah. And yeah, Saturday was a fairly leisurely start and Sunday was more of a, a car crash of a star.
1: <laughs>
2: the only thing that made my morning bearable was seeing that Helen was far worse off than me.
0: She was indeed. <laughs> yes. um, not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, my Marvelous wife had quite a night on the Saturday night. She went 3-3 in Swiss. She was like everybody else in Scotland. Everyone else in Scotland appeared to go 3-3, apart from Brian, who I think went 2-4. Uh, but you kind of you balance that. Been my the <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, Scotten is now known as Team 3-3. Three, three. So, Team 3-3. Three, three, even though I think, uh, for example, Matt, who's now our honorary American Scott, lost all three of his gate lost his first three games, mm-hmm. and was freaking out that he brought the wrong deck, etc., and then mm. was delighted that he won that won the next three. So, yeah, he ended up 3-3. Three, three. Everyone ended up kind of 3-3. Three, three from Scotland with the you know the the the, the average was uh, ended up being 3-3. Three, three. And, uh, yeah, my wife was a little bit the worse for wear on the Sunday morning. I don't even think she made it in for the top 16 game. I think she kind of limped in round about top <laughs> eight. But, uh,
1: she, she only just made it for the first round of Swiss, two minutes before the deadline happened. Um, I was still discussing deck choices with her as she was writing a deck list.
0: <laughs> and considering re- I was the person you had to come and register with, <laughs> it, it was uh, it was just a little bit... Really, there's 70 players here, and 68 or 69 of them have registered. There's one that hasn't, and she's my fucking wife, not knowing she had to register within the next 30 seconds. (laughs) But but she ended and uh, she made it. How do you do it? Also known as, how do you win lots of lots, and do you have any top tips for others? Can we
2: qualify the whole win
0: lots?
1: You win more games than you lose.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: Seems fair.
1: Yeah. This is the first... And you're a big scary as well. You're one of those (laughs) people see at a tournament and they just go, I don't want to play Evan. Not as it used to be.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm quite happy to cuddle if you want, Dave. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) I do.
1: When we went on on a holiday to uh, the Netherlands and you were my Craven for the weekend because Craven had washed his passport and we walked into the bathroom to have a look around and there was a picture of a bearded man hugging his wife and you were just like... That's us. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> it's that kind of weekend.
0: <laughs> so proper, you're my wife nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: very much was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excellent. Well, it's funny because it's funny I, I was saying this to him uh, on that weekend that we were having a discussion about, uh, about watching people play because that's all I did all weekend, mm-hmm. is walk up and down and watch people play. And it's interesting watching people that don't realise the kind of faces that they pull when they're when they're playing cards a lot of people do a lot of people don't a lot of people very stony face very you know taking it very seriously very kind of poker face you know used to playing card games you know don't reveal anything um and evan is not one of those people right evan is ridiculously kind of expressive when he's playing he looks usually literally pissed off with whatever he's got in his hand because <laughs> it's usually the wrong cards. Yeah, well, of course, <laughs> of course, inevitably. But you kind of, you know, you said look at your cards, and you can, you, your face is going, oh, this, and, well, oh, oh, it could be, uh, you know, it might be this, might. So it's 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 a kind of delight to kind of sit and watch you play someone. And the best example of this was sitting watching the final, uh, which was Evan uh, against uh, the aforementioned Darren Azeldin. And Darren is very, very stony-faced and kind of serious when he's played, and, and fair enough. High pressure environment. He concentrates. Final of the nationals. I, you know, I get it. Really, really wants wants to win.
1: he uh, you've got to break through his stony exterior and extract the banter, Darren, within. He's always pleased when he loses to me, except that weekend.
0: <laughs> when you're sitting in the final, and as you say, uh, 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 as you're saying, Evan, whether he likes it or not, can be a bit imposing when you're sitting opposite him. And. <laughs> So, so I was watching Darren's face for a good chunk of that final, and he was terrifyingly stony-faced. There was a there was about a 45 min, 45 second period where, as Evan was marshalling and looking at his cards and looking at the table and looking at the cards that were going down, he was just staring at the basically staring directly at Evan, even though you weren't staring at him. He was just. It, Did I have my eyes open at this stage? Yeah, yeah. You were definitely awake. You were trying to marshal cards, or you, or you were in the middle of the challenge phase or whatever. And Darren was just glaring at you in a, and, and not in any way that kind of revealed what he was thinking. Just in a, Jesus Christ, Darren, wind it back a little bit. Come on, you know, we're, you know, everything's fine. Everything will be okay. Everything's okay. <laughs> It, obviously, it, you know, it wasn't as okay as perhaps he would have liked it to be, but it was terrifying. I've, I've never played against Aaron competitively and probably never will. Um, but <laughs> I don't see any reason why I would be in the same, uh, you know, same part of the Swiss as he. But, but uh, it was terrifying. You know? um, and, and in comparison to, to yourself, whether you're having a good time or a bad time, you're having an expressive time when you're playing. Yeah, does, you does that mean, you got to enjoy the game. Even in the final, this is it. it. It felt like, I was sitting on your side of the table, and on your side of the table, it didn't feel like a high-pressure environment at all. Even when you were getting beaten 14-2, it still didn't feel overly high pressure, apart from the fact that uh, we were kind of like, oh, well, this no, it looks like this is it. Uh, the final's going to be over quite quickly. And then, of course, you know, the, you know, the tables turned and went the other way. But on Darren's side of the table, yeah, there was... They, they, they look distinctly kind of high pressure. But, you know, everyone does it differently. I get
1: it. Do you want to talk us through the final a bit, Evan?
0: Yeah, go for it. Go for it before I get to people's last question. Back to the question of winning.
2: I, th- I think mm. the question is if you, I've been quite lucky the last couple of years and I've, I've travelled a lot and gone to a lot of tournaments. And I think that's the biggest thing and... You go four two in enough tournaments. You, you make the cut in some of them, and you fail the cut in other ones. And yeah, there is enough variance in this game that you can't, even if you take it seriously, you can't expect everything to go smoothly all the time. There's some some days the card fold your way, and some they don't. As and the days they fold your way, you pro- hopefully don't do enough, don't do too many mistakes and capitalize on it. So it's yeah, it's. Play the game a lot. Go to lots of tournaments.
1: The Tinder of Thrones. It's Hmm. all a numbers game.
2: Yeah, Indeed. And uh, Alex, my lovely partner, swears that I do play better uh, when I'm very tired. Uh, (laughs) I don't overthink too much. And, yeah, there was definitely cases of that on the Sunday. Like my first game in Isian, where in the last round I just couldn't do the maths even though you'd think <laughs> assessing what was the right choice whether to defend or not so i just said well let's try something
0: which is probably when i walked away from the table because assuming i was loose i was, lose, I was yeah. like well you stop trying now <laughs> fuck this i'm gonna go away and see what else is happening as well
1: of course you, you you have some false modesty but you did do the grand slam last year didn't you you won a an original in every single competitive lcg that's yes. pretty
2: impressive yeah that was fun <laughs> <laughs> that was fun i i mean I also turned up to a a regional without a deck which I think <laughs> says a lot about the uh, the competitive level here i forgot about that was <laughs> see him that was see him where i, bro. Him, yeah. I we, we're about to pull into the store and i <laughs> joke this is what are the odds that i didn't somebody forgot their decks then <laughs> nudge nudge wink wink sign them all sign them all <laughs> <laughs> and i then proceed to go
0: out and look in my bag and it's like don't it's on the <laughs> table back home <laughs> 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 it's worth mentioning then that didn't you make the final that day?
2: Yeah, and proceeded to be absolutely humped by Wedge, as always. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no I think other notable things this uh, national was this was one of my few competitive wins against Costas.
0: You did, that's right. Which was probably the highlight of the weekend for me. Well, sorry, Costas. Last round of the Swiss, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well from, my, I mean, from my point of view, you and Costas play each other in the finals in any Scottish tournament. Inevitably, the finals end up being either, you know, usually the, the, the two of you. So someone has to someone has to win, or you end up in situations like this where one of you were likely to make the cut. Would Costas made the cut if he beaten you? Yeah, yeah, he would have done. So, yeah, um, and that yeah, that was a, that was a good game. I saw the.
2: I felt a bit bad because I thought I was not going to make the cut, mm. uh, even though I beat him because my strength of <laughs> wasn't strong. Mm. Uh, but yeah. I did manage to squeeze in by two microns. Sorry, Gabby. Yeah, Um, Yeah, you were 16th, of course. Yeah. (laughs) And also, similarly, for Netrunner, the the bottom of the cut there, Sam, um, proceeded to win. Nice, nice.
0: It's
2: all about submarining. Hmm?
0: That's where the magic happens. So he was 8th in the cut, wasn't he? Yeah. I'd like to
1: give a uh, shout-out to Sam there, because Sam was my... uh, first competitive thrones loss so uh, there you go yeah I was 2-0 and o and feeling fine he had just beaten Waffle in his last round so he probably wasn't feeling too fine and then uh, I valored he Wendermere'd I thinking and then suddenly Wendermere stood up again and I'm just like well what's this and he says well I've got this to be a Kraken card and I go what's that Uh-oh. and he's just like well it it does this and I was like well that's very sad (laughs) that's very sad all round and then I lost
2: this sounds like it's been with you for a long time
1: it's well it was my first competitive (laughs) loss that that sticks with you my first competitive win was a complete blowout my first competitive loss was also brutal (laughs) these things stay with you yeah I've not seen him since though so uh...
0: (laughs) he probably beat you and then quit the game
1: yeah he's like that's it I'm done where is Dave? Let's get yeah.
0: out. Uh, you were about to ask, Dave, uh, I'll ask on your behalf, uh, anything else about anything particular about the final you remember? or
2: I do remember about? when Darren was at 13 and I realised, yeah, dominance is yours, you he's 14. And then I realised, mm, did. Because I did have answer cards. I sat in the sea bitch the whole game. I'd just done the second sea bitch and I was kind of slowly getting. Getting things into motion, I felt, and then realized like, balls. <laughs> if he's got Winter Festival, yeah, the next turn this could be really embarrassing. Mm. But it didn't, to my great delight. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was definitely the moment, the, the bit that I I remember the most: marshaling and making sure that I quite clearly had spent every gold and every copper available in my, my coffers, loudly, several times.
0: Uh, <laughs> Look down, I have no gold left. Yeah. yeah.
2: Nudge, nudge. And I don't <laughs> play fealty. Uh, uh, just to try and bait out uh, a defense and, and, and the Dracarys, and it all went swimmingly. It's mm. it's the the stuff Legends are made of. <laughs> so uh, there was a few moments like that where things went my way. It's hard to say whether that was... The, defining or not. I, th- I think it did make it to fourteen power, but it didn't trigger the wall a single time. That's correct. Yeah. 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 And there was definitely times when I perhaps was a bit careless and letting through unopposed tallness. Because he had two heads on spikes and, and things yeah, both hit. and and i I'd, I'd completely miscalculated that uh, Benjamin gave him another two power. So he kind of while feeling control it it snowballed faster than I that I was comfortable at the end of the day. Mm. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I think between between the iron banking, the servers back to give you that one gold to build to Dragaris, uh, uh, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, between sea-bitching sea the wall, which enabled you to, I think, Dragaris' raging ranging party. party.
2: That was really when the game <laughs> yeah. turned. Because then he'd run out of steam that and was characters, and then I could control the board.
0: Yeah, and then you see, but I think you use the other seebuts just to butch the wall so he couldn't trigger it. In, well,
2: it? I bitched the wall, and I was at thirteen power, mm. and I forced him to nightmare his own wall to stop me winning on the wall. Right. It still didn't stop me winning because I could ditch a card and get another unopposed challenge and a dominance. But mm. yeah, it was, and and that card was. Nightmares, and I was like, was with one card in my hand, and I was like, okay, I'm a 13 power, I can ditch the plaza the stand dragon to get in on the post mm. and then win dominance. And I was, but if I don't win now, I've used my last nightmares, and yeah. that could be very embarrassing next turn because <laughs> I used my two sea witches, used my two nightmares, mm. that's the answer, and, and that's my answer. Mm. and mm. can I can I hold that for another turn? Mm. And I oomed an a long time. It, it felt like a very long time. That game felt like it went on for three hours. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of uming and I was like, am I really sure? And and this goes back to it's like, Darren didn't give away one emotion that nope. he was about to lose the game because nope. he was like eking out. If I, there was a very definite chance that I could do a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was all he needed to win. Yeah. No, you couldn't read them at all. Yeah, you know, he's he's bloody good at that. And in fairness, that was that was not the only reason, it was how I managed to pull through the top 16 against Isian. Oh, really? Because he, if he'd used his large board shipwright to near my Plaza of Pride hmm. uh, in the last round, he would have won. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, don't tell him that. Uh...
2: <laughs> he,
1: tried, he, he tried to take it, didn't he?
2: Yeah, so his plan was to raiding the bay and then pillage it with Euron and use it himself. Mm. But he let me use it first.
0: Ah, okay.
2: So it it didn't match to him that I used him because he could use it himself. But me being able to use it gave me that extra power to finish Mm -hmm. the game. And if we'd gone another turn, I would have had the Valor and terrible things would happen.
0: Absolutely. That's the terrible things I thought did happen.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it goes back to
2: what, on the final... What uh, Peel asked earlier, what's the MVP cards? And yeah, viscerus, iron bank, play viscerus, guess iron bank, play viscerus, march viscerus. Yeah. And when I did draw another viscerus and I thought I was <laughs> I, I can't remember quite what it says. But I, I, think, remember,
0: I remember exactly what you said. You drew your two. You marched. You marched your your viscerus. Took whatever the craven or the poppy off of yeah. whatever it was on uh and then you drew your top two cards one of which was another viscerus, and you just went oh mega lols <laughs> which is not what is, it, it, it doesn't describe you know that's not the right thing right or wrong thing it's just wow well, you find it funny i'm not sure if it's i'm not sure if it's funny or what but but yeah you just kind of looked at him and went oh, yeah mega lols
2: i don't and think I, you know i don't think darren thought it was funny
0: i don't think it gave away anything that's why it was just like wow uh, yeah.
1: yeah, it was a good know. final
0: especially when uh, when when Liam came over at one point and of course the timing of finals being slightly done too Swiss so came <laughs> over and went I just want to let you guys know, you have one hour remaining <laughs> 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 and the phone went, oh fuck you know, and I think, you know, at that point it was, uh, I think at that point it was nearly over anyway, Yeah, but it had been nearly over already yeah.
2: at one point as well So Yeah, I thought he was going to come over to tell me it was time it yeah. felt like it had <laughs> been that long Yeah
0: no, you get a full um, two, two hours, hours? Two hours yeah. first, that game. Ugh. God, for one game. Jesus. I don't think... I mean, I,
2: I'm a sloppy player. I, I'll happily admit that. Sorry. And if anybody watches the semi-final, it was a terrible game <laughs> for, for precision of play and outright errors. Mm. Mm.
0: Um, but I think the final was good in that regard. The final was... <laughs> I thought I would have some work to do from the point of view of, uh, from the point of, view of a judge. Had nothing to do whatsoever. Yeah. Both, uh, both Darren and Evan, obviously, you know, deal with you know you deal with your own games. At that point, when, when at yeah. that point you're in the final you're not going to make any necessarily kind of rules errors in the uh, error in the game. You've just... You're, well, you're, you're not really. Naturally, yeah. you're not. If something accidental happens, the other player will catch it. Yeah. Darren's very good at kind of... Darren was counting how much gold you had left every single time and explicitly kind of going, yeah. oh, you've got three gold left or four gold? Okay, okay. So he was... He was adjudicating you almost <laughs> a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: I was kind of relying on him keeping me in the straight and
0: narrow. Exactly. Yeah. So, so he did keep you both in the straight and narrow, and there was nothing to kind of, you know, there was no, there, there was no adjudication necessary, which is all really enthrones when it comes to judging. That's really what you're there for. You're not necessarily there to kind it of. It helps you know. that it's not two in the morning. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, which was a perfectly respectable time to play a final and not you know, yeah. Stalak times of, uh, doing finals. Yeah. yeah. Peter's last question, which I think is the most, uh, important question of the whole, whole set of questions is when is the MOT on your car due?
2: Well, I personally don't, I'm not a registered owner of any vehicle, so I, I don't have to worry about such thing. Uh, that's a remit of my better half. What an anticlimax. Yeah, I would have to say so. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Peel will be so disappointed next week. Just start with him spitting tacks at you, Evan. Start a feud that will last a lifetime. That, you know... Put, I'm looking forward to this wedding. Put the Greek epics to shame.
0: You've Just, made a uh, powerful enemy.
1: <laughs> Peel has a, uh, a lot of followers on social media here, somewhere here. You know, Thrones ability, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> social media reach, solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fans all over the world, you know. Would you go as far as say that Peel is a giant among men? I, I would say that. Mm-hmm. He's certainly a giant among friends.
0: What we'll do while you're here? Well, first of all, congratulations on being our current UK national champion. You know, let's not let's not forget that. But the E S U K N C. Exactly. But the other the other thing that uh, we need to ask you about is uh, I understand that you were in Varberg at the weekend. Yes. How did that go?
2: It was fantastic. Mm. It was the annual trip to the land of too much coffee and uh, and, and proper beards. Proper beards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think anybody can go to the Varberg McGurley site or the First Players page and see the, the group photo that was taken. And it's, uh, there's a few naked faces. Uh, but they, but,
0: t- they tend to be female
2: uh, yeah and sandy. Yeah, <laughs> but generally there was some people who normally consider themselves bearded who yeah. felt deficient that weekend. Oh, yeah.
0: I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised. There's yeah. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful so, yeah. beards over there. But beards aside, how was the thrones? The thrones was very good.
2: The main event was your average vote to event with 50 people. Uh, oh, it yeah. was fortunately... Again, not won by a Night switch deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it was nearly won by. It night was switch. nearly
2: won by night It was a repeat of the Jacob versus Tomas final from last year. Again, best of three. Mm. It went down to the wire, right. and uh, so the fi- semifinals and the finals was best of three, and uh, Jacob and Tomas went one-one, and. The third final went to time. Wow, I didn't know that. Yes, and for a moment, everybody was freaking out because they thought that Jacob would win, that time had been called, and Jacob was a 10 power. Uh, Thomas at 8. Thomas would get 2 for the ball, and Jacob would get 1 for dominance. Mm. Thomas takes 2. They shake hands. Did somebody concede? What's going on? And we were all watching this in the stream, and they were. This was a professional streaming setup, so they had a quiet room with a closed door, so there wouldn't be any disturbance in the stream. So we didn't know what they were saying. I was like, "What's going on? Have some. <laughs> so something's happened because there, for so long nothing was happening, other than people pointing at cards and clearly doing maths. But in the end. Uh, Jacob had won on eleven to ten, a timed third final match. Um, he just was too lazy to grab the power and put it on his faction card. Uh, so yeah, it was it, it was tense up to the very moment. Bloody sweets. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Tamás has already won. Uh, Road to Stalag event Porsche in champion. Poland. Yeah. He won true, true, true. last year. So, yeah, of course, to this year. Yeah. So he's been a busy man. Yeah. He's also coming to Scotland to win the Siege of Winterfell. Oh, Parliament. is he? Yeah, oh. which is coming up in two weeks' time. So I, I'm not feeling too bad for his, his efforts. <laughs> uh, he also knocked me out of the, the semi finals, although, again, the highlight of the weekend was beating him in the Swiss. Yeah. So that was delicious and creamy. We also the game slip, mate. Right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, when you beat Tamas in the Swiss, you do send a copy of the game slip to everyone, you know, don't you? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> we, yeah.
2: Jesus. So, that, yeah, it was a, it was a very well run tournament. As always, they had fantastic prices. Mm-hmm. Playmats were top notch. The house cards are, as always, uh, fantastic. I did, of course, in my own scatty, absent minded, sloth away, leave my house cards there. So. <laughs> So I, I didn't actually bring all the swag home. Um, but I think that the highlight was perhaps the, the side event on Sunday. There was no melee this year. There was first edition Highlander draft on Friday, which is always a riot, especially with people who never played first edition. What does this card do? <laughs> Vengeful. How does that <laughs> work? <laughs> uh, and then there was a second edition draft on the Saturday night, um, preceded by the main event the only game that matters, NHL Power Play. Oh, fantastic right. deck builder. And so you talking about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but on the Sunday, uh, when the finals are playing, there was the Lord of Light tournament, which is very much like uh, Hand of the King as it's called in the first edition, where you have a copy of Beric Thondarrion on the side and you can slowly add up to seven gold to him and to bring him into play. And he's, he's, he's you can't win without having your copy of Berk and Darren in play. Ah,
0: okay. Uh, and he can't be guilty, he just leaves play. Uh, if if any leave
2: effect play just basically takes two kisses off. And if he gets below seven kiss tokens, hmm. yes, yeah, seven kiss tokens, he, he goes out and he loses all attachment and power. And you hmm. can pay to get him back in. And you can also get lots more because you can keep uh, attacking your opponents. Beric and he loses mm-hmm. gains. So it's quite an interesting format. There mm-hmm. was some, there was some hiccups. There was definitely some rules questions. For instance, if he does get killed and leaves play, is he actually killed? Can then Marge go off and marry somebody else? Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can she kind of go off and Cause marry she... Victarion? Only for Beric to turn up the next turn and go, "Oh, sorry, I thought you were dead. <laughs> I have a new husband." <laughs> Beric proceed to get killed again, and then. She marries yeah, Theon That's nasty. And then Beric turns up. And is like, "Ooh, yeah. well, this is more than a martial draw. <laughs> There's four of them just now. I'm really sorry." <laughs> so uh, there was a few things. So, so, so that was the rule that he's not actually killed. You can't use him as a cost for things like uh, the Iron Bank. Uh, oh, okay. and yeah. Yeah, you can't but,
0: bring him to hand at all. I yeah,
2: yeah, you can't be used as a cost. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. So there was, it was uh, there was a lot of things like that. But yeah, it was generally. All fun. Most people had different decks. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon deserves special mention because he had a High Garden Minstrel deck with all his songs. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so there was, there was there was some fun, fantastic. I played an utterly boring deck uh, uh, with Tyrell, Stag, lots of money because you needed money to put onto your own barrack, and then I thought some Stag just to kneel. For a bit of control of your opponents.
0: Obviously he's relore as well, so I presume you can keep yeah, anything with him. I yeah don't know if you can, but so
2: yeah. The idea was to try and fit all the lore nonsense, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It all it all it all started as a glorious idea <laughs> and then ended up just as a boring Torrell stag deck. Uh so you not so, win then? No, I I since I played in the top four when it started, but I was allowed to join in the second round and have a ffg side event, nice. first ran by effectively. Yeah. So I then proceeded loose to one of the new Norwegian players who turned up uh, at the the scene. He came to Euros and he turned up here, nice. and he trounced me with the bara dominance deck, which I had no answers to. And and when relying on the mander for draw is a terrible idea if they have new mel. Who will then instantly take the good card you just drawn from your hand and <laughs> put in your dead pile and down his face, <laughs> so that made me sad uh but then i I went on to to play some um some more games, and I did make it top eight, so I got a lot of lovely tokens nice. um I got some kiss tokens, I got some bell tokens for the braids hey uh yeah it it was. It was good to play something else, yeah. and I think next year will be better when all the the interesting questions are ironed out.
0: Uh, so They're going to do that again, or are they?
2: They're
0: going to do. Yeah, no, that I think one?
2: that's going to be a, a regular side event. But yeah, it right. was won by one of the. Local Swedish players,
0: Johan Torngren, yeah, Torngren, yeah, and Alex O'Feeworth came third. By yeah yeah, Didn't yeah, yeah, Alex
2: had gone over. Nice one, yeah, no, Alex, uh, Rebecca, and Mr. Rebecca I mean, Mr.
0: was Mr. there, yeah, they were both there, excellent.
2: Yeah. Good, Good on. they came, they flew to Copenhagen and drove up at Simon, oh, excellent, uh, and then went back down to, to Copenhagen and stayed there for a couple of days. Rabs was there as well, mm-hmm. uh, Roy, my other Norwegian. Partner in crime was there, mm-hmm. but yeah, there was there was a good few foreigners, but there was there was no there was no French and there was no uh, there was no Polish this year.
0: Mm. So just a just a Hungarian, that Hungarian, that Hungarian. <laughs> 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 I can't believe he's coming to Glasgow. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, You know, he's he, how hungry is he? <laughs> He's I mean, so hungry. is he hungry or is he greedy at this stage? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's all. You know, <laughs> let, well, let others decide. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, talking to him on the Sunday, my understanding is that he's going to go to Star and Worlds this year. Mm-hmm. And if he wins either of those, he might consider playing something else nice, which... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank Christ!
0: But only, only that. Oh God, I feel like letting him. I feel like we should just let him win. It is <laughs> tempting, isn't there? <it? laughs> yeah. uh, but yeah. he'll kiss, He'll get. If he wins worlds, um, if we win Stalic. I can't remember if it's a card design for Stalic anymore. But certainly if he wins world, he'll design a really nasty night's watch card. So that's called First Rangers Yeah, it'll be some boring non- uh, but,
1: but Remember <laughs> your roots. Remember your Dark Wings, Dark Words. Like. Voltron, Matt King kind of nonsense you used to play. Design something silly. Yeah.
0: Like a nice watch card. It would it would kind of be ridiculous to think that he wouldn't design a nice watch card having taken nice watch that far, but uh, it's up to you, mate, to beat him. When... Tony,
1: I can live happily in denial for <laughs> a long, long time. I live most of my life in denial.
0: But it's up to you and, and the other people going to Worlds to make sure yeah, that well, doesn't Yeah, well, I believe. Definitely...
2: So... Darren is going as well, so he is, perhaps Darren can stop him. <sighs> they can play a Watch nice Switch mirror match and have lots of fun. Uh, Do you think.
0: Uh,
1: they're uh, partners in crime, that's the problem. That was Tamas' deck you played against.
0: Pretty much was. I think. Um, I dare say probably a couple of changes, but I know that Thomas was watching the stream live at the time, you know, cheating on his deck, or cheating on a Night's Watch deck anyway. <laughs> we have one other thing in relation to nationals to kind of clear up which relates to our previous episode which is the small but important matter of uh, Reese power on the last episode obviously we had we had Reese on to give us a full rundown of the odds and <clears throat> who we thought might wouldn't who you thought might win Nationals, certainly the uh, odds, and odds of who definitely wouldn't win Nationals. It's a shame we don't have him here, actually, to kind of talk about the, the outcome of the whole thing. But uh, with Evan winning, Evan's odds were, I'm led to believe, 10-1 to 1 alongside a couple of the other Scottish players. And I think at the end of the day, uh, and Reese will probably message us and correct us if we're wrong, that he only had to pay out one bet.
1: Uh, I've been in contact with Rhys, and that is correct. One single payout. Yep.
0: One single payout. Ah, well, that's, um, that makes me feel a bit special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your win, Tony.
0: Thank you very much. One could perhaps argue that there's a distinct conflict of interest, having someone I consider a friend playing in a tournament that I'm a judge in and then winning money on the side. Uh, uh, I have. I mean, yeah, but
1: well, I, I didn't win, so it's fine.
0: No, that's fine. <laughs> nice little <laughs> I want a small amount of money, uh, and I have uh, recompensed uh, Evan accordingly. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I made a little
1: bit. I think that's a good opportunity to point out that uh, Darren. I know you're heartbroken over losing the final, but of course, you do still owe Reese money. <laughs> So uh, please pay up soon, or you will have your legs broken, in addition to your heart. So uh, please sort that out. Uh, thanks. That's just a public service announcement from uh, one of our sponsors here at Band of the Throne, Reesey Power. Uh, bet high, bet big, bet bold, bet stupidly.
0: <laughs> what fantastic Abra. <laughs> Darren, you don't want the Dutch bookies uh, chasing after you, believe me.
1: I can only go badly for everybody. Or, you know, just, like, buy Reese a beer at Starlack or something.
0: Yeah, that would be (laughs) a good job. Evan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me here. You're absolutely welcome. You're more than welcome anytime. You're more than welcome. Sorry, you didn't get a cup of tea there, Dave, if you were here at the major cuppa.
1: That's fine. I've had three beers and a Bailey's since we've been on, so that's been nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If I can think of uh, anything else that we need to talk about before we go, I guess the most the most pressing thing would be the final Rotisalik event of 2017, which is the Siege of Winterfell in Glasgow, which is on October the 7th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and so have a search on Facebook for through the Game of Second Edition group to find out details of that. Everyone, as many people as possible, would be great to kind of have them all there. I won't be there for reasons I'd rather not go into. Uh, Mr. Bamford, I believe you'll be there.
1: It's looking unlikely at the moment, but I need to talk to my boss when I see her, basically.
2: Evan? I will be there. So.
0: And deck suggestions welcome. Mm, there you go. We'll take deck suggestions for our UK champion to take to to take to take the last uh, Road to Stalic event. <laughs> I look forward to hearing them now that the, the, the new pack is out and has obviously completely changed the meta all over again. It hasn't it really hasn't it really hasn't uh, so yeah that's the most important event I can think of to kind of give people a heads up about anything else lads uh,
1: we didn't discuss Dutch Nationals which of course yeah which mm. of course uh, Risi gave his top three picks mm. uh, one of whom Frankie won Dutch Nationals yeah so congratulations to Frankie he'll be uh, in the uh, beating all the Americans and taking down Tamaz's crew in Worlds so good luck to him
0: yeah congratulations yeah, that Reese isn't he knows his stuff, doesn't
1: he? He does, yeah. Top 3 pick. Well, because of course Evan was a joint top 3 Correct. and uh, and Frankie was top 3. So, uh solid picks, both of them.
0: I'm looking forward to his worlds and Stalic odds when he puts the book together on them.
1: Nice. Mm. That's a risky proposition. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> it was isn't it? bad enough with Josh at 200 to 1, but uh that certainly is risky.